so how do we proceed from a retreat? How do we proceed forth in the world when we have been meditating for a week? How do we proceed forth from the, uh, from the cushion when we've been meditating for 30 minutes? Um, when we touch into samadhi, when we touch into the undifferentiated, when we touch into the unbound, how do we carry that forward into day-to-day life? How do we carry that forward into the usual situations we find ourselves in? Well, one answer is we uh, don't. We don't carry an intention like that. Um, Rather, we just let life overtake us again and again and again. We let the colors and sounds replace us again and again and again. We let the play of the dogs fill us up again and again and again without making anything of it, without adding something to it, without trying to derive something from it. Um, My Zen teacher used to say, just sit and don't make anything. Don't fabricate. Uh, Don't try to turn experience into something that you can reference later or that you can contemplate. Rather, just let it overtake you. Let the experience fill up the entirety of knowing, feeling, seeing, hearing right now. So one experience replaces another experience, replaces another experience, and the replacement is complete. If we're um, surrendered, if we're open, if we're sincere, if we're vulnerable, uh, nothing is held, nothing is permanent, nothing is solid, nothing is continuous. And I've said this a lot of times, of course, in this week, but um, we don't have to remember that. We simply let the clarity of presence demonstrate it to us again and again and again. And it really just teaches us to be open, 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 to let all of this experience, all of the movement, all of the sound, all of the stimulation, um, just completely replace everything. Replace all of your agendas, replace all of your intentions, replace all of your, um, any, any previous sound, any previous movement, any previous sensation, simply replaced. And then it stops. And then it starts again. Yeah. Um, this is like, you know, the, this is really what uh, Thich Nhat Hanh pointed to over and over and over. You know, life can only be found in the present moment. And there's a more superficial way to understand that. And then there's a very profound, um, very uh, insight-based way to, to live that. And... Um, you could say that life becomes, or experiences or appearances become somewhat disjoint in that there's nothing moving from one experience to another. It's just experience replacing the previous experience, replacing, replacing, appearing, disappearing, appearing, disappearing. And um, it's quite a ride. It's quite a ride when we just participate with our heart, with an open heart, with an open mind, without agenda. The, the agenda, I say that a lot because that's the key. If we have just a little bit of an agenda about how this should go, how I should feel. <laughs> oh, so cute. Good girls. 
shake it out. Yeah, if I have any agenda about how this should go, how this moment should go, um, there's only one place I can go, and that's up into the mind. That's into the world of expectation, judgment, self, deception, ultimately, um, hesitation. She wants to play with me, too. Come here. Okay. Yeah, this is... This, they wanted to do intuitive movement this round. First, they wanted to do sound meditation because they were drinking out of the bowls. Now they're doing intuitive movement. And that's it. It just replaces you. <laughs> My Zen teacher also used to tell a story how he struggled a lot with like um, trying to merge with experiences, merge with a flower. and Like he really tried. He really put a lot of effort, struggled, and it was very frustrating for him. And then he finally realized if you become calm and silent through and through, the, the experience just replaces you. That's really pretty accurate. Um, you can't force non-duality. You can just become quiet through and through. Quiet not just meaning meditatively quiet, not just meaning samadhi, but quiet without agenda. And if, and if, that's, if that's thoroughly digested, the agendalessness, then you will, anyone in YouTube land can hopefully hear Cleo licking water over here. That's the sound of Buddha nature. <laughs> Innocence, simplicity, spontaneity, instantaneous, just that. How's it taste? <laughs> I'm surprised they like it, but yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so how will life replace us today? How will life replace us when we stand up and walk out of this room? How will life replace us when we start the car? How will life replace us when we go to the bathroom? How will life replace us when we go back to work? How will life replace us when we answer the next email? We don't know. That's the beauty of it. But it will replace us. It will replace itself. It will regenerate, 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 come into being out of nothingness, come into appearance out of nothingness. Um, that we can, we can be sure of. So if we can just um, be up to the challenge of being unguarded, open, willing, and embracing the mystery, that's really it, embracing the mystery and the unknown, then it's not a difficult task. Not a difficult task. And as I always throw in, the willingness to feel. You may feel some discomfort with this periodically. It's just going to happen, but it's okay. You, you have the capacity. You have the bandwidth for it. And um, that's it. <laughs> so as far as retreat, closing, um, Many people here are pretty experienced with retreat, but if anyone's not particularly experienced, uh, the, the period after retreat is is really still retreat. <laughs> the effect of retreat doesn't just stop right now when we walk out of the room. It's actually quite profound. And a lot of times you notice it in the ways that you move through regular life. It just feels very different. And um, you might go out into the world and notice things tend to seem to be moving way faster than you remember. And time is distorted. And it's very easy to drop into a deep samadhi. Um, 
you'll, you'll notice changes, you'll notice differences. So I just, I just encourage people to um, sort of honor that the depth of samadhi, the depth of collective meditative presence we've cultivated um, by just, you know, disengaging a little bit uh, more than usual from life for a few days, try to the degree you can. Um, sit in silence, sit and walk in nature, sit in nature, meditate. Um, and just, just give things time to settle. The effects of this will go on and on and on for days, weeks, months, of course, but um, you never really know. And sometimes when the pressure's off, uh, you've been working like on a one point to practice or working very hard. Sometimes the, the pressure being off, it just really changes the landscape and things can shift and so forth. So um, that's also a possibility. But um, just as I discussed in the, the talk a moment ago, remain in the mystery, remain in that, that unknowing, remain in the, the uh, willingness to let life replace you, to let life overtake this moment, and again this moment, and again this moment. Could look like a basinji, could smell like a flower, could smell like a fart, could sound like a car engine, it can be anything. You know, we, we are the ones that choose, in a sense, whether we're going to make distinctions or not. We don't make mis if we don't make distinctions, then it's just clarity, it's just presence in one more form, in one more form, in one more form, and in formlessness. <clears throat> um, so yeah, so take care of yourself for the next few days. Rest a lot.